This podcast is brought to you by our partners at 8 Star Energy. 8 Star Energy, a clean energy company, leading the future of portable and renewable energy. To find out more, follow them on Facebook at 8 Star Energy. I want attacking purpose for football all the time. Now we've got our backs against the wall and we're going to fight and we're going to fight hard. You've got to show me all the guts and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. A marvellous kick. That's as good as you'll ever see. And puts Graham back in front. I don't know about you guys, but if I see one bloke walking out of here, give the pat on the back from people out there for a good effort, I'll spill up. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. From inside the centre Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Danny Boyd and a big slava Ukraina to all our Ukrainian listeners to celebrate Ukraine getting into the quarterfinals today. That's right, I'm talking about other sports. That's how excited I am. I'm Danny McGinley. With me, the other half of the show, uh, Denmark is sadly out, but Tom Boyd, welcome. Yeah, more than a few things went wrong for Denmark, unfortunately. A pretty serious sort of affair. Was it your player that died? He died and came back, yeah. Yeah. Um, what a Ericsson. good injury. Yeah, oh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, the backlash was pretty significant. I think anyway, we're here to talk about better things. Well, thankfully. someone who also who's very good at getting over injuries. Can I, I've got I've got an intro for them. Would Please you like to introduce, All right. introduce him. Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, comes from an artistic family and was the second of eight <laughs> children. She took a long time to decide between ballet, singing, and the violin, and appeared as a ballerina in a circus. She's now the first uh, violin for Andre Rieu, Lin Jong, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a shame I'm actually the most second interesting Lin Jong out there. I'll so, take it. so that's been brought up with you before that there is yeah, that yeah. you are not oh, the first Lin you Jong. Yourself, you know, <laughs> Have you contacted her? Uh, no, no. I think she's married, so I'll leave that. <laughs> you want to go f yourself? Yeah, she's a bit older. I found another Danny McGinley in New York. Yeah, and uh, had a beer with him. He's a he's a fashion designer. Really? Yeah. How did you manage the connection, mate? Uh, just through Facebook. There like, you go. Yeah, I was just like, hey, oh, got the same name. I have Very a um, like Celtic soccer player. His Tom. You Boyd. do? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I, um, He's now a commentator for Celtic TV. Funnily enough, going through this book writing process at the moment, I actually have to Google myself a bit more than normal, <laughs> which is like twice a day instead of once. And um, looking through, I just keep running into this roadblock of this wrong tomboy coming up. But anyway, uh, I think we can get in touch with him. I've got connect. We've got connections at Celtic. Is now he that alive? Ange Postacoglu's there. Yeah, he's a commentator. Oh, oh good. Now, so go. if I. And I've got it because I remember looking him up once, and uh, there's an issue like he played like uh, 30 games and scored only one goal. So it was like, oh, this is not a good investment. <laughs> so tell us, Lynn, what's going on, mate? You're um, now back in the land of the free in Victoria. You've got 18 clubs coming down to hang out with you now, and you don't have to head up to the Gold Coast again. What's um, what's been happening? Uh, it's not too much for me. It's been the uh, it's been the usual. Um, I think it's been a, been a bit of a whirlwind for the other boys heading up to Sydney. And then WA and um, and yeah, now this is the place to be, Victoria. Um, and it's um, you know, <laughs> bit of, bit of <laughs> off air. We were discussing. There's a little bit of Schadenfreude, but our heart goes out to every other state. Yeah, it does suck. Right. It does suck. Going through it because we've gone through it, and we're just we're not we're not we're not happy that you're going through it. We're just so relieved it's not us for yeah, once. That's right. That's right. It's very important to make that distinction yes. between. <laughs> so, how long were you away from home last year, Jongi? Um, I think it was. About three, three to four months somewhere Ugh. between. So like, I end up coming back um, maybe a few weeks earlier. Um, <laughs> Injury planned. Yeah, yeah, another <laughs> one of those injuries. Um, I couldn't quite get the ankle right, so they um, uh, end up flying home, 
getting it re-operated on. Um, and yeah, I was actually sort of really looking forward to coming home as, as even though we were in deep lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And then so I got to see both sides of it, and and at the end of the at the end of all of it, uh, Melbourne is definitely far, far worse. Are you allowed to swear on this, Bob? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We haven't really got a policy. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll go swearing. Yeah, I mean. Hey, if, if you don't like swearing, let us know in the socials. But, yeah, well, uh, I got to see both and it was shit. Yeah. Oh, shit's not a swear word. You yeah, can say it was swear word. terrible. <laughs> we've, we've had a conversation multiple times about what's allowed on television and I believe shit is allowed. Yeah, that's shit. not a swear word anymore. Well, I work at uh, Have You Been Paying Attention behind the scenes yeah. and we're allowed, we're allowed sh- uh, shits as many as you want. Uh, we can have fucks after nine o'clock. And uh, but you can't have a fuck every episode. You have to build up. Like every other day. Well, can we use this one for my fuck? <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, round, uh, episode one. It wasn't this year or the year before. So possibly two years ago. But uh, first question of the first episode was about the Royal Banking Commission. We go, uh, who is this? Uh, why was this person in the news? Kitty Flanagan. Just straight away buzzes in. Goes, that's that. From the Commonwealth Bank, <laughs> we may have to bleep out. I'll the bleep seat, that one. I'll bleep that one. The, the younger <laughs> viewers. Funny how that's something like that's beyond a swear. What would you call that? Like it's beyond a swear word, isn't it? it it's a British swear word. British, yeah. Apparently, yeah. I've heard different rumours of where it came from. Apparently, it comes from the uh, the Indian god of love, Kundalini. Mm. So awesome. yeah. Anyway, let it's us a know. Term of endearment in in the British British world. The British. Australia, oh yeah. Oh man. I because in Australia you do use it a lot as a as a, as an insult, and it's it's kids don't don't use it. Don't use it. But I said it to a guy in Boston who'd sort of uh, <laughs> he didn't like that I was talking to his sister, and oh man, did I get <laughs> I was on the floor very quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's a slightly <laughs> different context in every different country. Yeah. So um. Lynn, uh, you've had a quite a decorated career of injuries. What's um what's on the cards last? Sorry. What's your favourite? <laughs> what's your favourite? <laughs> what's your favourite? But so syndesmosis last year, mm-hmm. and now what what is that? What, what's syndesmosis to look, us muggles? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's some ankle ligament, something like that. It, um, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's one of those ones I think because you remember how everyone goes, oh, where did this injury come from? Yeah. Never it's used like to OP, exist when OP started. Incorrect. Up. It has always existed and was. Definitely misdiagnosed for a long time. We just I didn't have a name for it. Right. It was like you, everyone just called it a high ankle sprain, but it's actually a specific part of your ankle. Like when, your Chris, yeah, when Chris Judd had osteitis pubis, then yeah. everyone started having osteitis pubis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it became like just groin soreness, yeah. and then you know, then it became like a doctor, like yeah. Fletch had surgery yeah, on one of them. Yeah. Anyway, so we've gone full circle with the syndesmosis, and now it's actually an injury. <laughs> and so it's, it's really it, tricky. Is there a body part called your syndesmos or... I think it's a ligament. It's a ligament called yeah. the syndesmosis. So it's in your midfoot, I think. Yeah. So it's quite complicated, but it's basically- Tom, For those without TV, Tom's pointing to a bit in his hand. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. We don't have television here yet, but it's basically, it's the one where everyone looks like they do their knee and because it's the twisting action. Yeah. And then it's actually their foot that goes. So it's a slightly better version of the ACL, which Chongy, you've also done- <laughs> Tick that one off, yep. yep. <laughs> which, so, which, part, which body part haven't you injured? Um- all on my left side. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. That Nothing, is strange. Never injured anything on my left side. I so, actually, we <laughs> were together, how many years were we together? We were together for four and a half years of the Bulldogs. Yeah. How many games do you reckon we played together? <laughs> <laughs> like, I reckon maybe, like maybe 12. Five or 10. <laughs> like, I think we must have played a few in the twos together, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's example, yeah. But in the ones... Maybe like five. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's not n- a lot. Not there. many. Nah, 
I've probably I've, I can probably do that. I have that with a lot of uh, the other yeah, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> considering how long I've been there for, not too many games played with. So hamstring at the moment, hamstring. Hammy's going all right. Yeah. Um, should be about a month off. I think. Okay. I think this one's a bit more, um, sort of based on how I feel, just because I've done it a few times now. Mm. So, um. Once you sort of tick off speed, hopefully in a couple of weeks, and then um, it's another probably week, and you start to get going again. But um, yeah, this was a bit of a shit injury. This one, yeah, yeah. one of those injuries that really afflict fast people. So, and you I played for what three quarters was it? Uh, one quarter. Oh, no, not a <laughs> Sorry, half a quarter. <laughs> oh. You just three quarters sounded really, really tolerable compared to compared to twenty minutes. It was yeah, it was a short, short comeback. Yeah, short but sweet. Yeah, yeah against sure, the Giants, yeah. you had an impact. We love watching you. Yeah, oh, I wish I kicked the goal though. So, so, um, what does it look like at the moment for you then? Obviously, the schedule's ever changing with the first side, and then you've got the issues with the VFL that's popped up over the year. I mean, what's rehab look like? Is that pretty standard for all of you boys at the moment? Yeah, it's the, it's rehab actually hasn't really changed that much. Um, obviously, with the boys who who in the VFL. Um, you know, the season got delayed and so they were pretty much stuck here training. Um, and then for the rehab boys, nothing nothing really changed. I didn't have to – actually, yep. the pool's close, so that was a huge win oh, for me. damn. Huge win. Jongy, for those who don't know, is a wonderful swimmer. Like, really <laughs> fast, very, very strong, very capable, multiple different strokes. He can do it all. So, uh, can we, before this gets to inside football, so say, Jongy, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a footy player. I've done my knee – and they reckon I'm out for a month. What's the first? How, t- talk us through what is what is rehab? What's my first day back? Uh, didn't need surgery. I just uh, it hurts a bit. Uh, what, and I go into Whitnoval on the Monday after we smashed the Giants on Friday. It was a great win. You, uh, John, you kicked the winning goal. Boy, <laughs> he got fifty touches. It was such a great game. 50. Yeah, you were I really had, strong. I think my career high was twenty-two. But anyway, to answer the Good. question, Jongy, what's, um, what's only downside? Right, McGinley so, did his knee. Uh, you do hurt your knee. Um, You'll you'll say rest on this Sunday, roll in on Monday, um, probably getting scans um, just to make sure everything's all right. Is that on site or do you go to uh, like you go, hospital? You go off Mate, site to hospital. We're the Western Bulldogs. We don't have enough money to afford yeah, an MRI yeah, machine. Yeah, we don't know. Well, you just say scans. For all I know, you run it through one of those uh, Celso things at Coles. That rubbish bit of footage you see where they're like, oh, Tom Lynch, Tom Lynch, how's your knee, mate? He's like, mate, I'm just walking into the scan. How do you think it is? I, I don't know yet. I don't have the results. You'll know about 15 minutes after me because everything gets leaked. So that's what we're talking about with scans. Um, and then... So you go to what, Western Hospital? Yeah, you go, so, yeah. so you go to Western Hospital, get a scan, um, you come back, you talk to the physios, um, the physio, Chris Bell, um, just sort of outline what's happened. Um, it'll explain it pretty well, actually, um, for, for, <laughs> does, for a does, commoner. Like, is, it, is it like uh, one of those post-match meetings where they show you the footage as well? This is where you landed wrong. Sort of this like is, sometimes. Yeah, just, they have He draws before. you a nice little picture um, and say sort of, you know, at you know, week two, we want you to start running again, week three, this and that, and then – for now, do these little exercises um, that are you know really minute and, and annoying, but um, will help you in the long run, sort of thing. And yeah. then we want you back at round seven, for example. Yeah. Okay. And and you is it true you're then pretty much excluded from team meetings and stuff? No, that you no, no. actually you got to go That's to all the worst bit. <laughs> you're not excluded. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it was maybe maybe until sort of 2015, 16. Um, you used to. Train while the boys are having their meeting and stuff, and um, sort of looking back, 
probably made you feel a bit more disconnected. But then at the same time, you don't play it or you have no impact on game day. And you got to sit in the meeting. Yeah, is, you know, it's still inform. It's good. It's good. You you learn a bit here and there, but right. at the same time, it's like I've just got nothing to do. With it. <laughs> I don't know if it was different before I got there, but by the time I got to the Bulldogs, it was start your rehab at um, eight. Yeah. Team meeting for the preparation for the game Thursday morning. So you're doing opposition and stuff. Starts at eight thirty or eight forty five. They bring the rehab guys in mid session. So, like, my vivid memory of this is Tom Campbell, 202 centimetres, 106 kilos, covered in hair and sweat, running into the meeting and, like, barging it open and, like, trying to get into his seat, like, mid-meeting, <laughs> mid-rehab session. And then as soon as the, set, the, the thing's done, the meeting's done, sprint back out to the Oval and start doing 200s again. Oh. It was a, just the most ridiculous setup mm, ever was back terrible. in the day. That was terrible. What injury did he have that he could run 200 metres? Well, Bobby had shoulders, I'd say. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of upper limb injuries, but... I think depending on the injury, you get a like if it's a if it's a year long injury, you get about a week or two's grace probably. Where yeah. you just like when you get your scan, organize your surgery, don't come in, don't worry too much, yeah. and then you know you do your post op review for a knee or something, yeah. and then you're sort of basically back full time. So okay. if it's a one month, you're not missing more than a day. Oh, you know, you're depends much- how keen keen you are to like. For for example, Dunks, he, he you know sort of loves to sort of <laughs> indulge. <laughs> he like he, he wants to go to the meetings and stuff like. That. He wants to you know speak up and, yeah. and this and that. Whereas I'm probably I'm very much different. I, I like to take get away from footy. Um, you Ref- know, once once I got injured, I just don't want anything yeah. to do with it. Just really. refresh it a little bit. Yeah, I want to get away from the club. And Is that why you pulled your hamstring? You were halfway through a <laughs> <was> particularly <laughs> particularly good box set. <laughs> One quarter, I had enough. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I think that's an important point because some people uh, use that injury as a bit of a break because it can be really – I mean, look, you, no one can speak to this as much as you and probably a couple of other teammates that we've had in the past. But, I mean, being injured is very difficult, particularly when it's in, you know, significant parts of your career or, you know, you're coming off the back of a couple. And um, sometimes I think it's probably good for some players to just get their head out of the footy thing, get away from it for a little bit and then sort of re-engage as they sort of get a bit of progress yeah. moving forward. Yeah, and the club's pretty good like that. They sort of – if you if you come up and say – this is what I'm sort of feeling. This is what I want to do. They usually help you out, and um, and then yeah, if you want to stay in the system, and you know, if you want to go to Winslow Games with the boys, you can do that as well. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. And what do you do with, with your weeks off? What's, um, what's your, where do you, where does your head go away from? Well, footy? originally, first, first week I was some sitting on my couch doing nothing because I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. couldn't walk or anything. <laughs> so like, it does sound like like you you do have a week off away from the club, but you can't actually do anything. Yeah, yeah. it's um, not like a week holiday. Yeah, yeah. So if you you know if it's a long term, you can find some time here and there. Um, but besides that, not too much to be honest. Well, play, well, what's the traditional things at all footy players? There's golf. There's uh, fishing, surfing. Mm. Any of these that you do? Uh, golf, golf. Yeah, keen golfer. Uh, not so much. Not fishing. so. Not so much like ticked off when you got a hamstring injury early on. Yeah, golf yeah, might yeah. be out the equation. <laughs> uh, yeah, of mini golf. Yeah, mini golf. Golf PJ. PlayStation. Yeah. So I don't know. Bit of socialising on weekends, and um, that's about it, really. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm reading between the lines. Tinder. Okay, cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, no good with the hamstring injury. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you some diagrams, Boydie. Anyway, we've got to keep this safe for the children. Uh, well, so, and, uh, and so what's, we're a month away now. Can I ask you, boys, as the professional footballers in the room? X. Uh, sure. How the Hot hell time. did we beat the Eagles? <laughs> yeah. 
How did we oh, do that? Jongi might be able to explain more. What was I, that, sorry? How do we beat how do, how do we beat the Eagles? Because all I I got asked about it and I basically said like there's certain games during the year that if you win, you know you're a chance come business end of the season. And yeah. that was one of those games. Cause I, I'm sure Jongi can allude to a little bit of the situation they were placed in, but it was a genuine horror show leading into that game. Yeah. Like a genuine horror show. And not even just talking losing to the cats after the yeah, siren. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like lose to the cats on the plane Monday. Like yeah. straight to Perth yeah. to quarantine. Um, have you spoken to many of the boys? How did they find the trip? Obviously, the the end result. Was yeah, had, we was chatting to them throughout, and um, had the you know team meetings throughout the week and stuff. And um, you know, obviously, it was it was a shit situation. But by all reports, um, everyone took it on really well. Um, you know, everyone was sort of you know in in high spirits as good as they could be. They said there was. They're staying on this really nice resort and <laughs> you could literally see people teeing off <laughs> and they were allowed to play golf. Vindictive. So, so they try to come up with, you know, they did, I think they did a trivia night and um, some cricket and, and as much as they could. And I think come game day, there was a fair amount of of pent-up energy and, and a bit of sort of stuff you WA. like. Oh, you know, nice. Sort of you just sort of like, yeah. you know, like just being treated like, I don't know, like second class citizen sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being and locked up. Yeah, yeah. Because I did see uh, the, the dogs put up a thing on the socials, uh, Bevo talking pregame about yeah. victim mentality versus mm. victor mm. mentality. Was that was he just seizing on the moment or would he have planted that seed beforehand? Um, no, he's usually, he's usually two steps ahead, so he probably yeah. would have planted something. Yeah, he likes <laughs> his stories, old Bevo. Yeah, he... Um, he's like a street magician. He just yeah, <laughs> that's right. He, um, I think uh, the one thing that struck me is that um, watching the game, there was more to lose for the dogs after that experience. It's like you've gone away for a hellish week and if you lose, and if you lose poorly in particular, it's like that was as bad a two-week period as you can possibly sum up. So yeah. it looked like the club and the players specifically who were over there had realised what was on the line and, you know, the way Bond started the game. It's just... Mm. It's uh, he just continues to impress. He, he keeps finding more gears. I I thought though that we were going to lose, uh, and it would, and I wouldn't have been too depressed about it because if you, you know, always compare everything to twenty sixteen, we lost a couple of games around this time, including mm. to Geelong down yeah. there where we lost Libba yeah. and and Jacko, Jacko. Uh, so I thought, uh, and I'm always talking about the Tigers laying honey traps where yeah. you think they're rubbish and then they come good. Yeah, yeah. Towards yeah. the end of the season, I thought, oh, well, maybe we're going to lay a honey trap of our yeah, own, yeah. but. You know, we were, but there was probably no getting smashed by Melbourne was our honey trap. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, there was like you know we're not quite up to it, but then you know they got up for that game obviously, and then they lost to did they lose to Collingwood? They did, week. yeah. <laughs> so it's a weird yeah, swings, swings around about. So we've shown we've got the um the capability definitely. How so. much would no crowd have affected it? You guys have played in front of the. I played it. Have you played it Optus before? The new, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, oh well, that was probably one of the games we played together. Yeah, one of the very my ones. first game back. We played uh, yeah, against yeah. Hammer against Freo, yeah, so right. it was like our first game against um, yeah, Fremantle. Tough place to play, oh, and God. man, it didn't go well. That place <laughs> is genuinely one of the best designed stadiums, best stadium for the home team. Yeah. Best stadium, <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it's, for the home team, yeah. oh, it's just a cauldron of um, abuse and saliva. Coming from the stick, <laughs> and it, and it's a massive ground. It's it was hard as yeah. It's big, yeah. It's crazy. It's just one of them, and just so technologically advanced compared yeah, to our old lights, stadiums. The in lights, yeah, incredible. Yeah. It's like dark until like five seconds yeah. before the bounce. It's, like, it's a huge light. Oh, yeah, these firework yeah. shows and stuff. Yeah. It's Which great. fans are do you find more abusive, Dockers uh, or Eagles? 
Because um, I've, I've spoken Vegas. to... I actually went and I broke my collarbone in Oh, yeah, over there. <laughs> I was in a sling. And I was walking, half-time walking to the change rooms and the fans are just like, stop crying, you fucking pussy. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, oh, man. I've broken my collarbone. <laughs> like, I don't know what else I can do. Yeah. Oh, God. Nah, so, yeah, I was like, oh, jeez. Like, that's, um, that's kicking someone when they're down. Yeah. Well, oh, they yeah, were just angry. Because we, we were flogging them that I, day. I, um, I actually don't have any vivid memories from either. Um, but I do have, like, one as a supporter. In 2011, we went over there for a game to watch Carlton back when I supported them. And... Uh, we were playing West Coast and it sort of went down to the last kick and the amount of people and fights, like proper fights I saw that day, the most I've ever seen in a footy game. Like two blokes get ejected. Between the, Eagles fans or are they picking on well, Carlton? Between Perth people. I mean, one was a Carlton supporter, but he was definitely from Perth. <laughs> right, okay. And um, and then, a, yeah, a few Eagles supporters, which was, that was pretty wild. That was probably the most wild I've seen a crowd. Yeah, because I always thought West Coast fans would be the worst. But then do you remember 2015 when uh, it looked like it was going to be a derby grand final? West yeah. Coast, Hawthorne, and Hawthorne beat them both. But yeah. there was that that prelim where Hawthorne were playing Frio. Yeah, yeah. And there's that Dockers bloke just belting the women in front of him. Yeah, and yeah. that's where I went, oh, hey. and, and all the Mo- Eagles supporting mates were like, I told you that's what they're like. <laughs> yeah. I saw an old guy get like a 65, 70-year-old get – Absolutely king hit wow. that day. And I was like 17, I was like, or 16. I was like, oh, I'm not going on the footy anymore. We're not in Ringwood anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're in a big city. Because <laughs> um, I know I've spoken to uh, Eddie Betts, Clang, dropping names. Um, <laughs> and I asked him, when do you get more abuse? When you're playing for Carlton against Collingwood or playing for the Crows against Port? And he goes, it's definitely Port yeah, yeah, by yeah. country. I got my first game in Adelaide was bad. It was bad. Um, so what else is news, Lynn? What have, what have you been up to these days? What is uh, Life Outside, the wonderful game of AFL? It's obviously um, super fun. And geez, I wish I could give you a little bit here, but there hasn't really been that much uh, going are on. Are you studying at the moment? Study, I'm doing that. Uh, the, just, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah yep. I only well, asked that because I did see you <laughs> bagging Fletcher the other day <laughs> as he was like, Oh, it's a close friends thing, I think. So this it? this is the business degree that you did, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, do do they get a lot of the dogs players to do it? Uh, it's been circulated through the PA. Yeah, I think. yeah. So it's, it's like yeah. an accreditation. Yeah. I saw, I've seen Jack Jack McCray do it, so that that inspired me. <laughs> oh, this said, is you know, the players I association. No, Jack McCray <laughs> is the laziest and least committed <laughs> uni student I've ever seen, and he did it with me. And so I think he inspired you know droves of youths to think mm. they could get through. Yeah, one of those. Course. If he can do it. Anyone can. Anyone can. <laughs> Anyone can. A true inspirational story. <laughs> so you're doing that with who? Fletch at the moment. Is uh, Doofy still doing it? Um, yeah, I think Fletch and Doofy. Zane. Fletch and Zane. Yeah, Fletch and Zane. Co- yeah, Doofus? Yeah. yeah. Doofus, from, yeah. Uh, from Scary Movie. Yeah, yeah he looks like... Um, <laughs> Officer Doofy. <laughs> oh, from Scream. Yeah, well, no, it's a yeah, bit of a spin-off yeah. in Scary Movie. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, he's yeah. Officer Dewey in Scream. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry, I'm a little side-by-side thing. Yeah. I Very think similar. Zane and Fletcher are a couple of steps ahead, but um, we've got a big group actually. It's me, Libba, Doc, uh, Tim English, Pat Lipinski. Doc, Doc is Dorea for those yep, who want to cross. Yep, Taylor J. Um, you know, I thought there was something like a very clever. Uh, reasoning behind that nickname, and I just texted Tony McLean once. Why, why you call him Doc? And he goes, "Say his name slowly out loud." <laughs> I went, "Oh, yeah, now I feel stupid." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just been doing that. And um, how's Libber in class? Oh, he, he's he's a, he's one of the smartest people at the club. He's got yeah. you know ninety something ATAR, and um, you probably wouldn't picture it if you if you saw him or spoke to no, him. But he's such an interesting he goes unit. all right. He's not too bad. Um, but besides that, um, you know, thinking about life after footy and 
Um, obviously, with this injury, um, it's been a bit of a shit one, but, um, you know, exploring and seeing what's out there. And, and How old are you now, Lynn? Uh, 28. You've got five more years, mate. Yeah, five more years. <laughs> well, that's why you always used to hang out with the young boys. My body's about 40. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's um that 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 whole situation going through um university with teammates is interesting. I found it really weird after I finished too because I was going through with like Zane and Jacko who had the excuse that they were doing you know I have football stuff and I was like mate I used to play with you. I know you don't have anything on. <laughs> you can't. You you, don't do, we got nothing on at night. You ever. don't. You don't do that. There's no excuse here. It's like oh no no we're really busy this week. We're playing away. I'm like I know what happens on away trips. You guys sit around and watch movies and play cards. So those so civilians like me are they going oh yeah whatever footy stuff you need yeah, to do yeah. yeah 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 sure 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 yeah, sure yeah sure. that's right that's always full, the full time job part time hours I like yeah. to think that yeah 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 twenty four seven athlete Nick um, Vlosten always used to tell me and I'd be like what are you doing now eating like you know chips and calamari it's like fuel in the rig man <laughs> 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 so and are you what are the dreams after footy what if you um pro golfer oh that would be the dream honestly but um i'd love to get into some sort of work to do with mental health um like yours truly and so, um, so is this just a job interview is this all you're doing boy? <laughs> we're starting the new empire <laughs> Helping yes. those in need. XAFL players. <laughs> XAFL players. Not sure where they want to go. Huge you could open a halfway house. We could definitely open it. I mean, there's a business idea to be had, which is um, open to all AFL players who are not quite sure what they want to do next. Mm. That's where the money is. Yeah, there's okay. plenty of them. And it's a really difficult transition. Just even everyone at, pull their money, chuck yeah. it on black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the next batch 50, to do 50. it. 50-50. Yeah, so what you're describing there, Johnny, from my a vast array of business acumen is a Ponzi scheme. And they are yes. illegal. <laughs> They're only illegal if you get caught. That's right. You only That's to right. call it a Ponzi scheme. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just give yourself a, a bad rap. <laughs> give yourself a title like vocational guidance counsellor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ponzi. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I suppose it's um it's an interesting period of time for you coming up. Um, yeah, and. Yeah. You, you you're know. going to play you're going to play one more year, right? When are you contracted? Yeah, to? Uh, finish up this year. So um, first of all, got to get out of the park. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but we'll see. I just I've got a lot of thinking to do. I think. Um, is there any other clubs sniffing around? Oh, yeah. by the way, thank you. This for not is going not to the question to ask on this podcast, Danny. He's not going to tell you if there's other clubs sniffing around. <laughs> yeah, no, but the listeners will want me to at least have pretended to okay, have answered. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, thanks for oh, not going to Collingwood. Know. I want yeah. to point that out. Oh, yeah. I'm very very glad to stay. Yeah. How was the tour though? Was it good? It what do they offer? Well, was, I'll turn it the mic off. We were talking about the, the Bulldogs facilities, the uh, the pies ones. Oh, Sheesh. so good. Um, oh, yeah. So was that like just uh, going from? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a reference. Uh, was it like going from original Star Trek to Star Trek: The Next Generation? Just the technology is 400 years it, later. It was, and even their, you know, their where we do our meetings, it's it's pretty, you yeah, know, it's tight. pretty in time. They've got this whole auditorium and it's mm. massive and yeah. And right in the middle of the city. Pool, the altitude room and yeah. Um, Worth a view just to see what you're missing out on. Uh, yeah, you know, looking back <laughs> on the day that it got found out, I don't think it was worth it because that was one of the worst days in my footy oh, career. so I stressful. Got a nice call oh, really? from Bevo. And uh, what are you doing? Check and they made the back page, and I was like, "I'm not, I'm not anybody by any means." I'm like, "Why is this back page?" It news? is funny when it happens, isn't it? It's like. Anyone who's a- anyone entering like free agency is like all of a sudden, hey, this guy, big time. Big yeah. time. Big time news. It's like 
I remember heaps of players over the journey, especially the ones who would go on like those three or four year offers on like middle tier money. Mm. And all of a sudden they'd be talking about like the next premiership and like how it's such a massive loss for the mm. club. And like, you guys haven't paid attention to this guy for the last <laughs> seven years. <laughs> oh. Give him his props where they're due, but like, why has it always come up now? Yeah, and I was thought it, it was bad enough getting having the chat with Bevo, but so but, he rings but, you angry, like a oh, oh, like, yeah. a, miss, like a girlfriend he's saying, like, "Why you? Che- I saw you out with that hussy." <laughs> <laughs> he's, he just sort of was like, well, like oh, "I've just heard this. Like, that's not true, is it?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> oh. And he's oh, like, "What I are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh God, I don't know." I got my poor advice. Said, my manager said to do this, and I thought it was fine, and. And uh, and yeah. now I realise how bad it looks. Yeah. And, and when was this in the month of? I reckon it was round maybe sixteen. In oh, okay. So it wasn't so. during finals. No, no, no. But, okay. But also, uh, full blame to your manager. Terrible idea at the time. At yeah. like the biggest club in the land, in the middle of the city, on the, a major arterial being Olympic Boulevard. You yes. weren't going to get caught. They did. Yeah, they did. Like, it was with me, Bucks, and. Jeff Walsh, is that? Yeah, it was, I think it was Jeff Walsh at the and time. And Derek Hine, their list manager. And they're like, yeah, just come. We had a chat and meeting and they <laughs> walked through. And then there's, I see a couple of guys doing weights and I'm just, in my head, I'm just like, shit, I'm, yeah. I'm so fucked, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, I was. <laughs> so yeah, you were just because you knew everyone was going to see you. Well, it was the VFL team that was changed, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Their yeah. VFL team. Uh, Actually, oh, I think I was in denial. I was like, oh, it should be fine. Like, they won't know me. <laughs> I don't know who they are. You're like, oh, why is Bevo calling me? Come into the <laughs> no, match. Just, yeah, next day. And I was just like, but you know what? They got the contract talks moving. So. Yeah. <laughs> See? So full positive blame to you, manager, <laughs> yeah. for just forcing the Bulldogs' hand. Maybe that was his plan all along. I do remember when you came back in that um, that week and everyone was just like, so, what you been up to, Lynn? <laughs> and then like all the jokes of the club were like leading Collingwood jumpers. Oh, and yeah. I'm glad we did that. We had to turn it into a joke because, mate, you have to normalise these things just so you can yeah. move on. Yeah. It's yeah. part of the game. I'm just trying to think who we could have got for uh, Lin Jong if Ned Guy had if been the list two, manager. If it was three years later, we could have got like the whole, we got we, all their stars. <laughs> no, we could have got like actually the the Holden Centre. <laughs> yeah, they would have and traded the, Bucks with them and come on as assistant. And the Anzac Day Clash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take one lane of your pool. Yeah. That, we, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been absolutely unbelievable. Jesus, turned around quick for the old pies, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, real oh, it's place a damn shame. How do you speak to ads? I know I saw on three sixty. He doesn't like being called Trelaw. You uh, mm. always likes to be just Adam or ads. Yeah. Has he has he got a? He's he seems too nice a guy to have a Schadenfreude. <laughs> Suckers. No, nah, no, nah, he's 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 fine. He's he um. He's been sort of him. It's hard to get a word in with him and Dunks. So he's oh. always together. But yeah, what is that? What is that? No, they just, just fall in love. Just best mates. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They've just filled the membership department's dreams because they're happy to film <laughs> cringy videos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Dunks is always like, like um, uh, product number one. If you have to bring up something that's like slightly inconvenient, that most players will be like, you can't really be asking me to do this. Dunks will be like. Yep, mm. I'm I happy do, too. Do Let's mate. do like this cooking segment or you know whatever it is. Well, they help says love him and as they should yeah. because he's always willing to help. Yeah, him. he's such a nice guy, Dunks. Is. <laughs> yeah. Dunks and I did a grand final breakfast for the Launceston Blues. So yeah, he will say yes to anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Launceston Blues. Ah, they're my favourite TFL club. All right, Johnny, we, we, we're about uh, 30 minutes in. I've, I've held it off. Tell us about the strap and the shoulder. We've, mm. It's your, it's, it's your <laughs> sportsman's no night story. No facts, only 
<laughs> Interesting stories. Right, porky pies. Right. Damn um, straight. So you, you, you're killing West Coast. You're, you're on track to be best on ground. Uh, <laughs> Boydie's having a dream. It's just the greatest mm. night of our lives as a, as a Bulldogs fan. You when, know, when did you do a third quarter or something like that? Uh, second. Second, yeah. second quarter. Mm. Um, I've, I've, I've probably rewatched it a few more yeah. times than you guys. <laughs> yeah, actually, I haven't watched that game. I don't think it's very yeah, good. Yeah, so um, yeah, second quarter um, gets absolutely smashed in a tackle uh, mm. by Jeremy McGovern, um, and um, yes, heard something snap straight away. I hadn't broken it before, um, and yeah, at that point, um, you know, I was first. I was like, "That's I'm done for finals," and second, I, I honestly didn't know if I was. Going to play with the dogs at that point. Yeah. So um, you're in tears, and so not I'm because like, of the that pain. Could be my last game, too. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. just disappointment. Yeah. Fair heard enough. a little bit. Too, yeah. <laughs> a combination um, of things. And and they're like to me, oh, don't, don't worry, mate. We'll uh, we'll get you in surgery. You'll be right in two weeks. And I'm just like, what are you whatever. talking about? And I'm yeah. just like, have you that's ever crazy. broken a collarbone? Yeah. Is that um, Zimmer? Zimmer? Have you ever <laughs> broken a collarbone? <laughs> Zimmer? Is that what forget? But they forget what pain is and what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Is he always like that? Is he always optimistic of, uh, you'll be right, run it off? They see pieces, those, you know, especially (laughs) the doctors and the surgeons, they just see pieces of people. So, yeah, you sort of have to desensitise yourself to to all of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, next thing that happens is you sort of get your head around surgery. Yeah, I'm on the the red eye. Oh, yeah. Red eye back, business class, nice. Um, Good. Very uncomfortable still, but, um, yeah, get back at 4 a.m. on some, some ridiculous hour. And next day, booked in for surgery, which is like it's just ridiculous to think of as yeah. a like a I regular. Even, I don't even know how that stuff happens, but um, get it done. Gosh. And which hospital? Uh, the Avenue Private. Yeah. Oh, always. Yeah. We have yeah. changed. No, <laughs> we always go there, mate. They must have thought he was a Collingwood player. <laughs> 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 to answer Johnny's question, how it happens, they have us. Priority. We get uh, okay. we get things done very quickly. Yeah. It's you yeah. know pain's been safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, it is a bit like that. Um, That's what is it general or local? Are they just resetting? Uh, it? General. Yep. Stay the night. Um, and then um, yeah, they're sort of like they're like they're still convinced two weeks, and I'm just like I've given up at that point. I'm just like whatever. Yep. Um, and then go to watch uh, the boys play um, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yep. Yep. Sitting in the stand, still in a sling. Um, awesome win. And then the now, now, now technically seven days away from you supposed to play again. Yeah, so it's been seven days since I broke my collarbone, or maybe a tiny bit longer. And then, um, and then, like, yep, we, we reckon you'll be right. You know, we'll do some fitness tests. And <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm still like, no, like I'm, I'm in a sling. Live, I'm in I a can't sling. live, mom. I'm in a sling, and they're like, we'll do a fitness test, and and the range actually came back really quickly, but um, but again, like. You know, still just had surgery. Well, I want to pull up the pony here. It was seven days away from when you next played. Oh, it was yeah, okay. but, yeah, but we played, played Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday, yeah, so it was about ten, 10 days. So Let's 10 days removed and then seven more days. Yeah, but the game that you play is coming up yep. on the yeah. Sunday. Mm. Yes. Um, and then get through, uh, have training throughout the week um, and went through worst fitness test ever in my life with Joel Corey <laughs> he, uh, he probably did more damage to it like absolutely <laughs> smash and I, I, I to be fair I wanted I just wanted to make sure and just to be certain it was fine yeah um, and also Joel Corey does go hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is he tagging you or is he, is he he's just, just like I'm literally like, like we're from like you know a couple of metres apart and I'm like just come at me and just smash my and he just, yeah. just hip and shoulders you yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. the Lee wow. Matthews story yeah. the, the one where Lee Matthews re-broke someone's collarbone no. or something <laughs> yeah, uh, that, yeah have you heard, heard about that, that? there's heard. one so it was like very similar Jongi's just stuck together but essentially <laughs> what happened was that Lee Matthews like blindsided someone when he was who, coach or player when he was coach oh god <laughs> 
and they were healing from a shoulder like oh are you okay are you okay it's like yeah yeah I'm ready to go ready to go and he blindsided him and re-broke it and then wow. they didn't play I can't remember who that was I probably should I look that up yeah. is it Brisbane or it at was Collingwood at, at Brisbane I believe oh, that's, that's horrible um, but yeah anyway that's what Joel Corey essentially tried to do but yeah. Jongy's held up yeah that was pretty much it yeah and then and then I made it through and I was wincing and I was I was like oh I can play um, you know I don't obviously didn't think I was going to go into the AFL side I was like I can play if um, if they needed me and I, I said I said to him look if we because we play the boys played on Saturday I think GWS yep. Yep. And yep. Then, and did you travel Sunday no no I didn't travel and, yep. um, so we played Sunday and I said look you know if we don't if we lose on um, on Saturday I don't think you know I want to put myself through that mm-hmm. just um, I've been playing on Sunday yeah, yeah. you know obviously and you know I've did feel a bit bad if I had taken someone's spot, and and I said I'm not I'm not 100. I'm telling you right now, but I'm, if you want me to play and you pick me, I'll gonna, I'm going to play. Um, and so they said, yep, we'll take you at you know whatever 80, 90 percent. And I said, all right, just you know, I just wanted to make sure in case I play a stinker. <laughs> and, and you were terrible that day, as I recall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, and then the boys won, and I was I remember I was at home. I had some mates and. Yeah, I was having a pre. Oh, and the boys being the AFL and I side. Some, yep. Yeah, I had some beers in the fridge just in case we, had, <laughs> we did lose. Because <laughs> then that was my that was my season curtain, curtains, and then um, and so then all of a sudden, yep, ready to play. Get to the game, um, you know, feel I'm really nervous about this collarbone. Um, yeah, playing against Melbourne, bunch of thugs. Yeah, playing against yeah Melbourne, Casey, the and, Scorpions, um, <sighs> and um, and then. Yeah, we um we're sort of like just warming up and, and prepping up and um the physio comes up to me. Um says Sarah. Sarah came up Sarah. to me and she's like, um Is she the Welsh woman? Um no, she, no, that's no, Roz. That's Roz. Roz. Yeah, she's yeah. so Sarah came up and said, Oh look, they, they want to strap the other shoulder and I was like, What? what oh, so about? so whose idea was it? Um Jongies. So it was <laughs> Yeah, it was me. me. Boy's weak. Well do you know what Wikipedia says? It says um That's um not the right Lin Jong that you're looking at, right? <laughs> That's still the oh, violinist. So Andre Rieu, when she strapped her <laughs> shoulder, it was. It says you were inspired by Charlie Sutton. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I didn't. I, didn't I, know did I remember hearing rumblings around the start of that game that they were going to go after your shoulder. Yeah, and there was some, that was like so there was whispers coming think, out of the Melbourne um, camp because Cade's mates with um, Alex Newbullen and. Oh, so it's his fault. He just no, sold just Melbourne like, out. I think it was. They, they, <laughs> you know, they made a point of it going after it, and you know, fair enough. Um, it was a grand final. It was a grand final, yeah. yeah. And and I did say I was, I was good to go. And um, let's face it, this would have been the only silverware that any Demons fan has seen <laughs> up until this point. They hadn't yeah. won AFLX yet. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, so yeah, we actually discussed it. We had discussed it Thursday and I was like, no, whatever, I don't care. And then they're like, no, they really want you to do it on the game day. And I was like, no, like if I strap my left shoulder... That in my head, like I'm hiding an injury sort of thing. So in my head, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, and they're like, "Look, we'll just," you know. I was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing it." And they're like, "Just we'll do it minimal. Like it won't even do anything. Like it's just there for show." And I'm like, "Yep, yeah, whatever. If it, if it annoys me, I'm just gonna take it off." And then, yep, start of the game. Just, <laughs> just who, who was the first person to punch uh, it? Lyndon Dunn. <laughs> it would have been yeah, Lyndon Dunn. Yeah, he, Lyndon Dunn punched your shoulder no short of a thousand times. <laughs> oh. 
He <laughs> made a distinct that. point of it. I got in that wrestle with him and he's a beast. And was he's a strong, oh, strong man. So tell me, through, just go through the thought process. You're there against Lyndon Dunn, who's, you know, <laughs> you know, hey, we're, we're not, we're a biased, uh, but one of the worst thugs in the history <laughs> of humanity. Um, he's, he's punched your shoulder that's not hurting. At what point, like, is it immediate? You go, <laughs> you fall apart. It probably still hurt, I imagine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, that's a very good point. I didn't think of that. It still hurt, but, but when they kept sort of, like, say, say I'd, you know, give a handball off and they just sort of do a real late bump and they kept hitting my left shoulder, which was the strap one, and then I'm like, they actually have no idea. It's my it's my other one. So it was your right shoulder that you injured. Yep, yep. And okay. I had, so I still had like a little thing over it, but you couldn't yeah. tell. And, and then, so it was in the first quarter, I was like, they they honestly don't know. This is great. Yeah, but at the same time, I was like, they're they're coming after me, so I'm just sort of weary of that. Um, and then yeah, managed to get through the whole game, but yeah, not just get through. Play extraordinarily yeah, well. Played Best of the round. Okay. <laughs> genuinely inspirational to get up. Where, where's the medal? Um, it's actually in a uh, in a museum now. Oh, um, at the didn't uh, you win two? Oh no, did you? Okay, wait. So, so, won two, okay, so yeah, we yeah. Don't so talk we had this on going twenty fourteen. No, he was. He, I've got the stubby holder, and you're listed as uh, second best on ground the, behind the, Brett Goods. The real Norm yeah. Goss was Joggy's nickname for a number of years. <laughs> just. You know, so then you actually won oh, one. So hang on, the real fans, Norm Goss. fans out there just look, watch, you know, the second half of yeah. the the most. Yeah. <laughs> so I am here sitting Sorry, at the table with the real Norm Goss and the real Norm Smith. This yeah. is exciting. <laughs> what an honour. Well, he actually ended up winning a real, a real Norm Goss. <laughs> if you no stuck around. Like on my account. Uh, and then, um, uh, yeah, but after the game, because they, they hit my good shoulder so much, it was, it was like oh, I thought I was – you know, so cooked that I couldn't lift my arm at all for, yeah. I think, a few days. And I thought I was, you know, no chance to play at all or, or be up for selection for the grand final. Um, but, yeah, so that was, you know, so so lucky because if it went after my right, that would have been shot. Yeah, and yeah. and, and the, um, the plate bent in the end. It was bent. We got an x-ray. It was bent. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So you had to get it redone, didn't you? Oh, yeah, no. well, we, they took it out and then I had to get another one. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Oh, um, but... Yeah, but Boydy, looking at that team, 2016, uh, to get Jongi in, because I remember when they announced the team, all the discussion was, oh, it would be great if Jongi came back in, but who do you drop? Yeah. Who, who would you rather we dropped? You know, we're off the record now. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like we're off the record holding microphones over Damn a straight. recording device. <laughs> Damn straight. Because I, I always say Joel Hamlin. Sure, he played a good game, but he left us straight after. <laughs> put, it, put it this way. I, I remember um, we've had this conversation with an earlier, in an earlier episode with Fletch about obviously it was really good to see him get in, but you kind of go into like – Survival mode in grand final week. Oh, it's like if right, you know yeah. you're playing, you just you just put your blinkers up. It's yeah. really like the most selfish you'll ever be as an AFL footballer. Yeah, is fair just enough. worrying about yourself. And then they try the, and make indications earlier than normal. So I don't know when you f- would have found out. I think it was after like the main session. Oh, I was still later in the week. Yeah, yeah it was a bit too later in the week. Yeah. And um, him and I, like, oh, I, there was a few people up in the. Air. I wasn't. I wasn't like. I was. It was one of those sort of hope for the best, expect the worst sort yeah. of thing. Like I, I was still pretty realistic about everything. I'm like, yeah. you know, we've just won yeah. a prelim. Yeah, at that um, time of year, yeah. changes and the enemy. Yeah, and it's you know it's bad timing with everything. And um, you were the emergency sub. 
If only they had that. Yeah, in, imagine that. And you would have got oh, a medal. Well, we, how much <laughs> should they be? Yeah, yeah, bring yeah, the rule back in retrospectively. <laughs> yeah. How much no, though? Give the whole team a medal. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. No, I reckon anyone who played a senior game should get a. I don't know what the I, rule I is in NFL. Is it, is it not? NFL every sport they do that. It's only if you play a certain amount of games in yeah, the seniors. That's but right, like, yeah. it, you know, is it in the NFL? They I think if you play one game in NFL. Yeah. And in the NBA, your whole organization gets really. Yeah, yeah. Everyone down to like the number one ticket holder gets one. Yeah. And they're like 250 <laughs> grand each. That's, that's probably on like the yeah. other end of the spectrum where they're yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. out rings. <laughs> in the English football league, in the English Premier League, you have to play a certain amount of games. Yeah. And uh, Manchester United did a real dog move once when they got in Michael Owen, who was a Liverpool legend mm, yeah. that he finished yeah. at Manchester. And they just would bring him on in the 87th minute yeah. for like six games in a row <laughs> yeah, just yeah. so he got a medal when that's they great. won it. I, 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 I like that. I mean, if you play a certain amount of senior games... How much would you do? How many How many games did you play that year, John? Uh, 16. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that, so that's it doesn't well need to above, go that. I think 10. Like 10 to be... Really? I'd say five. Mm. Yeah, it's tough because five... Like We played 37 players or 38 players in 2016. Mm. I reckon, no, I reckon even if you play one, you get... Because I want Will Minson to get a medal that year. Yeah. Even though Bev only played him for that one game against the Swans where yeah. he won. Oh, no, we played in the last round. Oh, did he? Yeah, there but we go not, not, oh, not yeah, much. He did, yeah. <laughs> not much. They didn't play much. It was, a, it was an extraordinary affair. Have we got Lister Mail to um we do, to round yes. off for Jongy uh, Young Donald? Yes, we do. So uh, so the answer to the question of uh, whose idea was it to wrap it, we'll just say Jongy. Yeah, Jongy. Yeah, so I'm going to go Chris Bell. Well, I, you know, actually, one point that just to bring myself into the conversation because evidently this conversation is about me, which Damn is not. Damn straight. <laughs> Always is, mate. I wonder if part of it was the night before – in the prelim, they targeted my shoulder because I'd spoken about it mm. and I'd strapped my shoulder and mummy went after it the whole game. Yeah. And then they were like, well, obviously, Jongi's like a worse version of that because like I hadn't had surgery. I wonder if that was part of it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because they really went after it the night yeah, before. Like, I don't know if Bailey spoke to you. Like, yeah. Um, but... And Jake, Jakey Landsberger and... and which, ba- which Bailey? <laughs> Bailey. Oh, Bailey. Sorry, sorry. sorry, Chris Bailey, yeah, yeah. Who's that? And Jake Landsberger. <laughs> told me to frame <laughs> <laughs> No, for all I know, Bailey Smith. <laughs> he emailed you from me. Yeah, 10, when he was, when he was 12. 16. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was a bit of a meeting of the minds. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I wonder if it worked what, these days. Like Long jumper? Mm, Easier. You like wearing long jumper. But then I again, do, maybe yeah. they'd just be like, oh, we'll work out which one it is. Yeah. Yeah, you do get cold. We don't, Odlin, we don't talk Odlin about Lincoln, that. John. Uh, Marcus Bettino wants to know uh, how are you trying? What what uh, what what are you putting in place? What systems are you putting in place to get your Instagram game up level with Shane Biggs? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've got very very different content. You do, yeah, you do. <laughs> different um, obligations. I'm, I'm very much. I uh, take the piss out of myself. Uh, the Simpsons, a lot brilliant. of Simpsons, good, and and uh, taking the piss out of my mum, and that yep. seems to keep the audience happy. Um, um, there's not too man, many man uh, for the people. A niche, not too many sponsor shout outs on my sort of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, niche brand. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a niche market, but it uh, is one nonetheless. What's your favourite Simpsons episode? Uh, or favourite Simpsons line? You ever seen the monorail one? Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. me. Monorail. <laughs> and then the uh, the the Treehouse of Horror ones, the Halloween. Yeah, specials. oh, they were always, always good. Ones, yeah. I love them as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Our fans are weird. Can you ask, like talk about how hard it was for you to read that first question? Like it really took you a while. Well, I, I worded it better than uh, how he did it. Okay. <laughs> so you were helping, not, not, not a hindrance. Damn straight. Um, sorry, Marcus, but you worded it better. Uh, you worded it not <laughs> as well as me. Uh, official Marcus. He wants to know favorite chips flavor, thins or crinkle cut? 
Pringle cut, salt and vinegar. Yeah, obviously. The salt best. and vinegar? Yes, yes. yes. Smith's? Uh, yes, Smith's. Yeah, yeah, Smith's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay. We'll do a shout out to them. We'll see if we get anywhere with that. Yeah, we'll um, work on it. Real question here. Uh, is this from... This is... Oh, I'm sorry. Because yeah, I, I asked this on Instagram and Facebook, so I have to do... The, well, Justin Thompson wants to know, are you afraid of anything at all? Because you're very brave on the field. Open water. Oh really? Oh, cold. Yeah, we have had we, we've had some bad oh. experiences in that. Um, we just, we you can't leak too much. We have got a documentary yeah, coming oh, out. Yeah. There's a documentary coming out about that. Is there? No, well, they should be there. Even like yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We like we're wounded not. people walking up the beach, just like falling over. <laughs> Non-disclosure agreement. We had to yeah, sign in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, open water. I'll have to say yeah. it is a scary I don't film. Think that's one of those like no one likes that anyway. You know, no one likes. I, I don't mind open scared. water. He's a surfer. Yeah, boy, you'd love it. Yeah, I don't. We don't love just being in the middle of the cold ocean though. Yeah, yeah. Drowning. You can't see what's below. Have so. you seen the film Open Water? No. Yeah, well, it'll make you hate the open water. <laughs> Maybe that's um, why. I hate most it. realistic uh, sex scene in all of cinema: Open Water. There you go. I'll tell that to all the listeners. There you go. Yeah. No, we're gonna have a bunch <laughs> of like, new call. views on Netflix. Oh, like, well, it will. No, no, it's realistic. Talk about, about niche market. That is <laughs> massive niche market. Oh, I he said gives, it's- He always brings out these strange movies. Like, I mean, you've seen Open Water, but some of the movie references he's made on this show, like, isn't no. it? Like, so is she, she's naked on bed. She's like, oh, "Do you want to have sex tonight?" Nah. Nah. <laughs> well, he, he goes, she, she, she just like, turns him down. <laughs> nah, I can't be bothered. She goes, nah. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess we should. Nah. And then and then lights out, and I'm like, yeah, that's 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 hitting home. Yeah, he's not realistic. <laughs> See, I thought you guys were joking. That's actually the real record. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Uh, Anne Runting wants to know who's the best teammate to do rehab with and why. Ooh. <sighs> See, when you think of that, you just like, you know who the worst ones are. Oh, <laughs> even better. Don't answer the worst. <laughs> okay, I, won't, I won't throw anyone. Uh, Woody's, Woody's a good one. Woody's good. Yeah. Positive man. Has um, been in there lots. Been in there a fair bit. Um, oh, can I ask you, with the worst ones, don't name names, but why are they the worst? Are they the worst ones because they recover really quickly and sort of rub it in your face nah, with their no, they young 20-year-old bodies? or Just they're real, they'll, they'll kill your mood. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, everyone, everyone in rehab's been there and done that sort of thing, but- um, but you try to bring each other up, but then yep. some guys are, yeah, it's tough to, to get them going. They're you know, feeling depressed yeah. and they're bringing the yeah. mood down. Oh, yeah, or even, even worse was when they like just start bagging players in the team or they just feel bitter. Oh, yeah, they, they get up. bitter at, at other players. And, uh, but yeah. I guess, I don't know if that's human, but yeah. We all become like the most be- like the best players ever from the stands. <laughs> and you have to remind yourself of that. And sometimes when you're in rehab, it's like, oh, I could be doing better. Oh, yeah. All the time. yeah. There's a lot of negativity in rehab, but unless, you know, speaking of that, shout out to Nick Stone. Does a wonderful job of you yep. know, being the therapist, um, mm, you know, goes bringing beyond, people back to rehab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so Nick Stone is the therapist for the club. No, no, he's, he, he's oh, the therapist for the rehab. Not an, official, yeah. uh, okay. not an official designation. He's the rehab coordinator, but okay. he looks after people in their darkest moments, essentially, and trains mm. them back up to Can get we get him on the show? He'd be good. He'd yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll ask him. Should we get him on the show, fellas? <laughs> straight. Yes, Joggy, Joggy, our, our main co-host. We should have him for the um the end of season show that we're trying to get together. Yeah. We could have him explaining what happened to Lynn over that period of time because he would have been managing <laughs> you. Was you guys talking about going to a pub? And yeah. Just, yeah. Do you want to come? Yeah. We're going to do should. like, we're just going to watch the, the prelim <laughs> and the granny um subject to copyright infringement issues. Yeah, if you're a lawyer and you know how we can legally do this and yeah. charge entry and, yeah. for people to come, but uh, then please you let us know. Sponsor, wouldn't you as well? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, well, maybe. It depends on the pub, I suppose. If Gillan McLaughlin's listening, can you just give us permission? Written yeah. permission to do it? I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, um, anything else? Is <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Michael Sexton, who is a listener of this podcast. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was volunteering for the Astra- Asylum Seeker Resource Centre for their yes. telethon. It's a mouthful. He rang up, uh, big dogs fan, and we were so busy talking about the dogs and the loss to the cats the two nights before I didn't ask how much he wanted to donate and I've got all these details and I just pressed enter and it automatically went through as like 130 bucks yeah. which is way more than he wanted to give yeah, but yeah. he was really good about it and so we wanted to just give him a big oh, uh, thank you Michael so you've just like forced charity yes. upon him <laughs> like, <laughs> how much do you want to give 10 bucks yeah. 130 it is <laughs> what are you supposed to say so, oh, can, we, can you give me that money can I have some the of the money <laughs> can you take it out of the charities bank yeah, and put yeah. it Back in the mind. Send it back over to Christmas Island. (laughs) I cannot afford this. Uh, Final question. Uh, How do you keep a smile on your face? Because every time we see in media, uh, I mean, even right now, you're you're an absolute delight to be around, but I don't know if you're in chronic pain all the time. How do you do it? And what? Yeah, most time. Yeah, my back's <laughs> killing me. Sitting in the eye. These chairs are not. I'll put a cushion on the They're not ergonomic. These I've got a cushion on the I house. need something to prop up my lumbar spine. <laughs> well, how do you boys do it? And what um, what can our listeners learn from you guys? Well, I guess, you know, as Tom would know, it's not, all, not always easy. And, um, but I think, um, I think there came a point after I took time off from playing um, where I sort of just, like, it sounds really corny, but. Um, you sort of just become happy for other people sort of thing, you know. Um, I think in footy there's a lot of comparing yourself to other people and and you can get bitter about, oh, why is this guy getting this? Or why is, and instead of sort of just being happy for your, for your friends, like your genuine friends and your teammates. And I don't know, I think that was a turning point. Um, not that I was sort of, I feel like ever I was sort of begrudging or, or anything like that towards other people. But I just sort of... Don't know. Let go and and just decided to just um, enjoy things a lot more and, and be happy for other people and and by that made me a lot happier. I think wonderfully said, Lynn. And then no, to answer your first statement, you were never begrudging of other players, but you know it's a wonderful <laughs> message I think for people to hear about um, maybe looking outside of yourself sometimes, yeah. being happy for others, yeah, especially in that in that in that environment, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and I think that's just natural humanity. Yeah. I can tell you, showbiz is the same. You're yeah. always like that. But uh, you always look at other people and be jealous of them. I would love to if I ever met Brad Pitt. I would just be like, <laughs> "Who are you jealous of?" Because yeah. it, there would be someone. Yeah, there would be. Yeah, one hundred percent. He'd be begrudged someone, and that's the thing. Like, it doesn't change. The the problems stay the same. They just you know move move location. Yeah, and um, and I think you know being self reference and sort of validating what you're doing as opposed to, um, you know, as a reference point for you rather than just focusing on what everyone else is doing and being able to be happy for others when they succeed. It's really hard. I've spoken about this before, like sitting in the twos, watching, you know, Jack Redpast is a good example. I had a really tough time when he was in my spot in yeah. 2015, especially, and I come along on this big deal and he was playing great footy. I had a really tough time <laughs> trying not to hate him and yeah. he's one of the best blokes you'll ever meet. Yeah. And that's just mm. the selfish rubbish that footy brings out in you especially when you're immature and I think you know to Johnny's point once you actually let that go and go like watching Naughty now or Josh Bruce turn you know what last year might have been disappointing playing some amazing footy I can actually take a deep breath and just be like good work boys I'm Mm. really happy for you which is not 
an easy thing when you're a competitive no. athlete in this environment. Yeah. <laughs> and they're literally in your spot and affecting your livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. kudos to you, Lynn. Goddamn Toby coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuffy Toby. Stuffy Toby. Oh, Toby, you're listening. First, first guest, worst like a buddy I ever had. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah. All right, I think that's everything from us at uh, Danny Boyd. And yes. um, thank you for another wonderful week. Who have we got this week coming up? We have... Merv Hughes. Merv Hughes. That's exciting. A couple of weeks, yeah. You had to put him after me. So yeah. Damn straight. We're really just like the contrast in moustaches that you're running. <laughs> <laughs> well, for all of you who can't see, Linz is quite um, thin, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Wispy. Sparse. Oh, no, do you know what it is? Whiskey. It's, it's uh, now you're, you're way too young to get this, but it's Cesar Romero, uh, who was the Joker in the 60s yeah. Batman, and he wouldn't shave his moustache off, so if you look closely, he's got the Joker makeup the with that. <laughs> Yeah, nice that's guy. your – yeah, yeah, he used to have a – I think he was on Love Boat or something. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> too young for that. All anyway. right, wrap us up, Don. Um, yeah, so if you – please enjoy uh, – if you're enjoying the show, please uh, review us on uh, the iTunes and everything. Apple that's Podcasts, how Spotify. more people find us. Uh, tell a friend to uh, to listen to it and uh, follow us on socials. We're on Facebook and Instagram at uh, Danny Boyd Bulldogs. So yeah, get involved. Thank you very much, Lynn. Absolute Thanks. pleasure. Thanks, Thanks so Today's episode was proudly brought to you by 8-Star Energy, creating energy for the future and power you can count on. Follow them on Facebook, 8-Star Energy.